Welcome to another episode of the Healing Poetic Podcast. I am your host, Kia McLean, and we are here again. This week, I'm going to actually share five ways I hit the reset button. What is the reset button? (laughs) What does that mean, Kia? Well, one of the things that I do to hit the reset button is I honor my body. I am obedient to what my body tells me. If I find myself dealing with headaches, body aches, restlessness, stomach pain, those are my body's way of telling, that's my body's way of telling me to slow down, be still, and to honor myself. The body will set off an alarm that triggers a response. So the alarm that goes off is saying, hey, in order to turn the alarm off, you need to put in the code. And what's the code? Well, we should be obeying the notifications we receive about that code. And we all know what needs to be done. If the code equals rest, R-E-S-T, then you do that. That is your code. If the code is diet change, then your code is D-I-E-T. If the code is gym or exercise, that's the code. So you get my point. Just as we respond to social media notifications, we should be responding to our body notifications. Adhere to the signals that our bodies are putting out. To honor myself, I work out differently. I stretch, yoga, and breathing in my meditation. I move swiftly into action to honor the request of my body. It is obedience to my body to hit reset. I am not doing my body any good by ignoring the alarms that go off. I am not doing my body any good by ignoring the alarms that goes off. Adhere to your body and what it's saying to you. And in order for you to do that, you have to be in tune with your body. You have to know your body. You have to come acquainted with your body so that you can hit the reset button for your body. Number two, I trust myself. I believe in my feelings and my intuition. I do not trust others above myself. Now, sidebar here. That doesn't mean that I don't trust other people. That doesn't mean that I can't take advice. That doesn't mean that I can't grow with those who are trying to help me grow. What it means is in order for me 
to trust anyone else, I must first trust me. I must believe that I have the ability to trust myself and the instinct that I have, the intuitive nature that I have. I believe that by trusting me, I'm honoring me and I'm allowing myself to hit reset and listen to myself. Now, advice, suggestions, and feedbacks from others is great. It is. And in fact, from those who I have hired as coaches, those who I have sought for aid, those are people that I'm listening to. We cannot rely on others for answers about us, though. Only ourselves. And we have to tune in to ourselves. The things that trigger us, the things that make us happy, the things that make us sad, the things that send us over the edge, all of those things are within ourselves. And so we have to know how to adhere to what our intuition is telling us, what our instinct tells us, go here and don't go there. Deal with this person and don't deal with that person. That's what the instinct is there for. Number three, if I get overwhelmed to the point where I feel like it is time to really kind of separate myself a little bit, you know, I'll have a staycation and, you know, a staycation you can even have in your own home. You can have it at a local hotel, but a staycation is shutting out the world and and staying where you are, whether it's your own home or it is somewhere close to home and shutting down and shutting things off. A massage, getting a massage, cooking. I love to cook. It's so therapeutic for me. I love the park, either lying in the park under a tree or walking around through the park. Calling an old friend to catch up. That's one of my favorite things to do because I don't always have time to talk on the phone. And if you know me, you would know I don't like talking on the phone. (laughs) I just, that's one of the least favorite things for me is talking on the phone. So, you know, being able to pick up the phone, catch up and, you know, see what they've been up to, tell them what I've been up to. That's always a good time. Music. I love music. Music is so soothing and it can relax me or it can turn me up to having a good time and dancing and having fun, writing and journaling, reminiscing. You know, I sit and I reminisce on things or I'll ask people to share a story with me. That helps me to reminisce. And actually, reminiscing is a good thing for me because it takes me to very good moments with people and recollections. And I love that. The same with looking at old pictures. I'll go through my senior yearbook or I'll go through my photos, old photos, and that helps me. Watching a movie that I know makes me feel good. A lot of the old movies I used to watch growing up. All of those things are good. They help to empower me. 
They all give me some sense of peace or joy or hope. They all put me in a space that initiates a reset for me. I'm reminded of that time where solitude or laughter or joy or tears of joy, (laughs) happiness, dancing, joking and laughing. I'm reminded of those moments. And I'm reminded that self-care is essential to my progress and my peace. And I must prioritize that. It is the gentle reminder, reminder that I sometimes need in all the busyness, the noise and movement that isn't gentle about reminding me is also a necessity. This is my balance. Knowing and adhering to the signs that bring about some balance for me. I've never been one to just be able to sit still. I was always and always have been someone that juggled several different things. I was always the person that You know, volunteered here, went to school, went to church, went here, went there. I had all of these different things going on. And then no matter where you met me, you most likely didn't know I had five or six other balls in the air unless you were close to me. But most times people didn't realize, oh, she has all these balls going going in the air. She's doing all these different things. How is she doing it? But that's how I function. But I also have come to realize and understand when I need to adhere to my body, when I need to adhere to my mental state and emotional state and take care of myself. Number four, creating something new. When I say that, I mean, you know, not necessarily because I'm a poet creating a new poem, but trying a new hobby. And because I'm a poet and a writer, of course, quite naturally, I'm going to write new stuff. I'm going to come up with new topics for my podcast. I'm going to come up with new ideas for another book or the clients that I work with on the self-publishing side. Writing new pieces or stories, it really does help me to reset and begin a new creative journey. It allows me to keep going in my creativity. It helps me to devote and direct my attention on newness and shift from whatever the current challenges that I'm facing might be. Hence, ensuring a reset of my thoughts and emotions, hitting a reset of whatever I may be enduring in that moment so that I can move forward and a new creative space in a space that's going to bring me or bring about some change and some growth and some acceptance of some things even maybe. It's an evolution. Number five, I'm a dreamer. 
I am a big dreamer. So I look at things that I want to do as if I can do them right now. I will go and look at pictures of nature. I'll look at pictures of the beach. I'll look at pictures of wherever it is I want to be in that moment. Places that I want to visit, things I want to see, dishes I would love to cook, places nearby that I may not have been able to explore just yet. This allows me to rise up in more hope and create a way for it to happen. If I'm able to rise up in even more hope, then ideas will come to me, which will allow me to be able to flourish more so that I can then go and do the things that I have hope and dreams to achieve and dreams and hopes to be. Places that I can imagine being, and if I make the money, I can get there. So these things will bring about a spectacular change for me. I dream so vividly as if I am there. So hitting reset is so important. And one of the main things that I do to know which reset or which resets do I go to right now in this moment? How do I surrender to where I should be going, to where what I should be doing in this moment so that I am exploring every single thing that I need to to be healthier and happier, hopeful. And I do that in meditation. I do that by going into my quiet space and meditating. And as always, I share a piece with you all. And I'm gonna share a piece that I wrote that talks about how I meditate and how I feel connected when I meditate. Quietly reflecting, no longer directing. After coming to the conclusion that my peace and serenity lies with you, closing my eyes and paying attention to my posture, aligning myself with you, and knowing that my power and strength is where I abide, that I am completely and utterly enthralled in you. My highest connections have been made because of you. I know how to sink into the ground and converse with you, completely rely and depend on you, hear from the spirits and my protective ancestors, Knowing it is you that shifted me to my purpose. Provisions were made to keep me balanced. I understand and more importantly realize how important my personal and direct connection is. So many opinions and thoughts 
about how to connect with you. I am grateful that we share a deep and the most authentic relationship than I've ever had. That you helped me to make my dreams come true, true manifestations of all those visions, keeping my mind and spirit connected to you. Heart-to-heart chakra and holding my rocks, maintaining and capturing my focus. I never knew how much more deeply we've connected. As each day passes, I continue to grow. I acknowledge that it was after I failed at our intimate connection. Now I'm manifesting the things that I've ushered in. How often have you desired to make that change? Look at your life and make the commitment to rearrange, to definitely see the life ahead, not settle for the past you, knowing that a higher purpose lies deep within your soul. You have truly been chosen, reflected, and completely heading in a different direction. Just keep reflecting. That's that piece. It's called Reflecting. It's in my second book, The Depths of My Soul Healed Through Love and Empowerment. It's on page 70. As always, I am grateful, appreciative, and honored that you have tuned in either yet again or for the first time to the Healing Poetic Podcast. Again, I am your host, Kia McLean. You can connect with me by visiting my website, kiascoaching.com, K-E-Y-A-S, coaching.com. You can follow me on YouTube, K-E-Y-A, McLean, M-C-C, L-A-I-N. You can follow me on Instagram, Kia McLean, the poet. I look forward to connecting with you again. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your energy. I shared five tips that I do. Maybe you can take two of the five. Maybe you can take one of the five. Maybe you take five of the five. But take what really you connect with. As I shared my piece on how I meditate and how I connect with my God personally. Understand and know that your connection is personal. It is between you and your creator. And so what I do in my meditation is I make a private connection. It's private conversation. And I do it in a way that I can receive and download and hear. And sometimes that's what we need to do. There's so much noise. There's so much going on around us. Quiet yourself. Get in a quiet place so that you can hear and be heard. Thanks for tuning in to the Healing Poetic Podcast. In love. Peace.